we are back. It feels good to be back, not gonna lie. I had... Okay, maybe I should do the formal intro again, but welcome back to the QW Podcast. This is number 14, and first one with brand new microphones. So shout out to Adam Bridges over at Sports and Stuff for recommending this microphone to me. He's been, I say it all the time, but he's been such a big help in testing out these microphones today. So it's just me, no guests this time. I've got... Hopefully episode coming out tomorrow night or Monday morning with guests. We're recording tomorrow night, and yeah, hopefully I'll get it up that night, but uh, if not, Monday morning. And then, yeah, sorry, it's been a long time since I've put anything out. I just got, I was very burnt out, very exhausted, and uh, spent the week camping with my family all around Idaho, which was fantastic. It was a perfect break between the scenery and just being able to unplug and the timing of um, kind of when I needed a break, it was all perfect. And uh, we had a blast. We went to way north Idaho, like right by the Montana border. And we had a cabin up there and it was absolutely beautiful. And then we went to like the North Fork of the Clearwater River. Maybe I shouldn't say all this because now people are going to It was cool that no one was out there, really. And uh, I know people on social media are getting in trouble right now when they post, like, all these hikes and stuff that no one's ever heard about because then things get crowded. So maybe I'll stop. But everything was gorgeous. And I don't know. I just, every time I go out, especially, yeah, every time I go out camping, I just fall in love with it more and more. And hopefully I won't have to leave Idaho anytime soon. But... So sorry it's been a long time since anything's come out, but I've just had too much. I've been off more than I can chew, I think, and feeling refreshed. I got to a point where it was like, I was still definitely enjoying doing stuff for the podcast, but it didn't feel like a treat. Like it wasn't, I don't know how to explain it, but it's cool when the podcast is something that I have to look forward to and that kind of gets me through like schoolwork and putting up lines and whatnot. But, um, I don't know, it just felt like everything was mounting and it was just something else I had to do. I definitely enjoy it more than the other things, but it just kind of added up. So the break was very, very much needed. And, yeah, it was a great time. See what else is going on. Pretty sure the Cardinals did not win a game while we were gone. Jordan Walker's been hitting good, which is nice, but... Let's see, I think they've lost, they lost at one point like 13 to 17 or something like that. And yeah, it's just, I think a lot of people are still overreacting. Like, I don't think they should fire the GM because we've had, I don't know how long he's been around for actually, but we've had 15 straight winning seasons and one rough season is not the end of the world in my opinion, especially because it's not even necessarily his fault. Like, He's a, the team that he's assembled should probably be winning the division. Oh shoot! I need to do my little shout out to Monkey Colt Coffee. I've been meaning that I need to record like one ad to insert it into all the podcasts that I did before I got the sponsor. But um, sipping on some Monkey Colt Coffee right now. If you head to their website and use promo code QWPod, you get ten percent off. And then. Um, yeah, a portion of their sales go to the Pediatric Cancer Foundation, which is awesome. That's uh, 
they do a really good job of making sure their donations actually go to research. They don't, they're not one of these corporations that keep a whole bunch of it. And the coffee is fantastic. I really like the bourbon chocolate chip one. I think they've got, honestly, I don't know if, never mind. I don't know if I can say, I have some maybe insider information. I don't know what, um, they've announced or what they haven't, but between the two flavors that I've seen out right now, definitely the bourbon chocolate chip one is my preferred one. And uh, I've really enjoyed working with the owner, Matt, and it's just been, been a totally positive experience with no downside so far, which is not something I expected from my first sponsor. I thought I was going to have to like, like it was going to be some kind of weird moral gray area where I had to work with somebody that I didn't really enjoy working with just to like get some money out of the podcast, but that hasn't been the case at all. I've really, really enjoyed the opportunity that Monkey Colt's given me. So if you want to support Matt, who's an awesome dude, and the podcast, head over there, promo code QWPOD, you get 10% off the best coffee on God's green earth. Uh, where were we? Oh yeah, Cardinals, don't fire Mo. Yeah, he's done. A, I think he's done a pretty good job. And the team that he's assembled is much better then they're playing. I think they should probably, on paper, be winning the division. The Brewers are probably better than people are giving them credit for, too. But, I don't know. One underperforming season isn't really means to fire somebody that's done their job for 10-plus years really well. So I don't know. I'll have to look up after the podcast and see how long Mo's been around. But um, Yeah, Jordan Walker's hitting good. Mm, what else is going on here? I don't know, I've almost been, like, hesitant to get back into the swing of things, because when we were camping, we would drive back once in a while to somewhere where we had cell phone reception, because my parents had stuff to do where they needed reception or whatever, but, um, yeah, we got to the, like, when we were on the way back, we left on Monday, got back on Friday, and when we got back to service on Friday, it was like, I didn't even want to look at my phone, like, I didn't even, I did that really had no interest, really, in coming back to Boise, I'm not gonna lie, other than the podcast, um, yeah, it was definitely, like, yeah, like I said, I don't really know how to explain it, but just the feeling that I got towards the end of the camping trip where I wanted to get back and wanted to work on the podcast was something that had been missing for a couple of weeks. And I don't think it's anything to do with like lack of enthusiasm for it. I think it was just too much is going on. So if you guys are out there and you think you've got too much going on and you need a little break, you should definitely take one, even if it's just for a couple hours, just to go do something that you enjoy doing. And yeah, I think uh think it was well worth the week off. I missed a few things. I missed a baseball game for my team and missed a week of work, but well well worth it to get some to get some rest and disconnect for a little while. Um gonna check and see the audio on the new microphone. It's looking like everything's pretty good, so I'm gonna run through uh just a few listener questions. I think take too many honestly because this is kind of a spur of the moment like i don't know i just feel like i needed to do something it's been a long time since i put anything out so i just took a few but um let's see one thing the cardinal what should the cardinals do to get back in playoff contention oh god at this point i think this season's probably probably a wash i'm not gonna say it's for sure over because just because the rest of the division's so bad but 
Um, I don't know. I I don't even feel like they have any trade pieces really right now. Because, I mean, O'Neal's not going to be worth anything because he's always on IL. DeYoung's not worth anything because he sucks. And then uh, I guess Edmund's probably worth something. We could, we should probably could probably get away with trading Edmund. If DeYoung's going to keep playing anyway, and Gorman's going to be playing every day, and we already have Donovan who can play everywhere, there's just no reason to have Edmund, really. Because I have a feeling they're not going to pay him anyway. So might as well trade him, and I feel like we could get a pretty decent starting pitcher for him. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd have to think about which starting pitcher. I know I'm pretty sure Blake Snell's on a contract year, and the Dodgers aren't really going anywhere, so I could kind of see them dealing Snell, but I don't think they necessarily need a player like Edmund. Although he looked really good in center field, and... I don't even know who they ha who the Padres have on center field, so maybe they'd take Edmund to put him in center and send back Snell and Cash. I'd be pretty okay with that. That seems to be the Cardinals' Cardinals' strategy at the deadline <laughs> every year is to go out and trade for a left-handed pitcher. That's I don't know. Snell's I think thirty-one, so I guess he's not past his prime. But yeah, just a lefty pitcher that hasn't been good for a few years seems to be their jam. So. I wouldn't hate on that so much. But then, yeah, you'd have to think about who to get, who to send down. Uh, Libertor is in some kind of weird transition where he's too good for AAA and not good enough for the MLB. I still have some faith that he'll figure it out, but just like right now, it'd be kind of awkward if they traded for someone like Snell. What do you do with a guy like Libertor? But mm, yeah, let's see what other listener questions I got here. Um. Oh, gosh. Who do you feel is the best candidate for each political party and why? Oh, I don't know. I don't feel very well qualified to do, like, political topics anymore, but um, I don't know. I listened to this Joe Rogan podcast with Joey Diaz, and Joey was talking about how it's like, no matter who the president is, like, I don't know. It's kind of like what Jocko talks about, too. Jocko always talks about, things being non-factors or no factors i can't remember what he calls it but to me it's like i don't want to like i don't want to blame my problems on whoever the president is you know i'm gonna get like it doesn't affect what i'm gonna do on a daily basis i still have to get up and go to work and do the podcast and go play baseball it's like it could be i don't know it could be literally literally anybody in it I'd just be out here doing my best. And I think a lot of people are the same way, where it's like, it doesn't actually really matter that much. I think the uh, Robert Kennedy running as a Democrat is pretty interesting. I'm going to have to finish up the Rogan episode that he just did. I listened to the one... I got lucky, because I listened to this uh, podcast that Robert Kennedy did with Theo Vaughn like a year ago or something like that. And I listened to it, on uh, like two months ago like right when kennedy announced he was running like that day i listened to the one he did with theo vaughn and i don't know i kind of liked him theo's not the best like the best interviewer he's i mean he hosts like probably my third favorite podcast so i'm not it's no shade thrown at theo but he's just not like a great political interviewer but i did think that robert kennedy was okay on on that one so I'll have to finish up this one with Rogan. I started it, but all they've talked about is the 
the real Anthony Fauci book. They haven't really gotten into any political specifics. But uh, I imagine that I would rather have Kennedy than Biden. And then um, on the Republican side, I mean, I don't think there's going to be, I'm pretty sure it's just going to be Trump, regardless of what I think. I'm pretty sure he's just going to be the candidate. And then, yeah, I don't know. Idaho is a weird place to live <laughs> with political stuff because it's like in the city of Boise, I'm pretty sure no one's going to gonna sway away from just hopping on the Biden train again and then uh, everywhere else that we go in Idaho they're not gonna be leaving Trump they've had Trump flag Trump 2024 flags up since like really before he won his presidency or as he was winning it was like okay we're headed to the next election but so it's kind of too late for some of them to back down if they had this Trump 2024 flag up for three and a half years and then took it down to put up some other Republican flag not going to happen in Idaho. Um, I think that's pretty much all I had to say. Oh, who's my favorite overall was the last part of that question. Um, so far, I'd probably say Kennedy. But, yeah, I don't, I don't really know that much about him, honestly. I just appreciate that he stands up for what he believes in. And, um, yeah, there's definitely some... Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't feel super qualified because I don't know who to trust to get my information from, and I find it's just easier to not get it at all, and then focus on the stuff that I have that actually directly affects me. So, yeah, I apologize. I don't have a good answer for you, but that's kind of the rundown that I've gotten so far. Mm, next, I think this is already the last question that I took, which is kind of funny. Um, so let's see. Who, in my opinion, is the best Batman? Okay. Um, I don't know. I think just the... It's kind of a cliche answer, but just the Dark Knight movie was so much better than any other Batman movie that I've watched. It'd be hard not to go with that one. I don't know. I did actually like the one with Robert Pattinson. I thought that was probably the best version of Batman. Just because um, it makes more sense to me to have Batman as like a recluse, like kind of a kind of a loner type person, more than like a playboy. Just what um, I don't know. It was hard for me to imagine someone who had such like a traumatic thing as their parents being killed in front of them, and then they turn into like this happy social butterfly, <laughs> hanging out with everybody in. Uh, fighting crime and seeing like the worst in people all the time and then like putting on this brave face and being a playboy type figure it just didn't make much sense to me so I don't know that's I guess a tougher question than I gave it at first um the best Batman movie I'd say the Dark Knight but the the version of Batman that makes the most sense to me was definitely uh whatever one came out a couple years ago I think it was just called the Batman with Pattinson when we watched it in the theater, it was like, I thought it was a cool movie, but I didn't really think that much of it. And then I rewatched it, and yeah, I just, I don't know. I really liked it, like, the second, third time a lot more than I liked it the first time. So, I don't know. Yeah, that's my, that'd probably be my favorite. Because the question was, who's my favorite Batman? Oh, the best. Yeah, probably same answer, but yeah. 
What else is going on? Let's see. I got back yesterday. Oh, we hosted a party last night for my roommate, Gavin. Happy birthday, Gavin. And, yeah, it was a great time. We had a lot of people show up. And, uh, yeah, it was a good time getting to know some of the people that he hangs out with outside of the fraternity. Just because, you know, most of the time I'm with Gavin, it's like with a couple of our brothers or at a fraternity function or whatever. So it was cool to see... um, his best friend came out with his girlfriend, and I really like both of them. And then the bassist from the band that Gavin's in came, and you guys will get to know her hopefully Monday morning. And you already know Gavin because he's been on the podcast. And yeah, it was just a great time. I really like um, all the people that Gavin hangs out with, which is cool. I think that's a pretty good judge of people, honestly, is if you can hang out with the people that they hang out with, then they're probably a good person. Um yeah, it's just been a great time. I just feel so much more relaxed after that camping trip. I'm almost having trouble getting going because it's like, I don't know, I just felt so blessed. I actually woke up this morning. We went to bed at like 3 last night. We were up late, and then I didn't really sleep that good, and I woke up at like 6.30 and could not go back to sleep. So I left at like 8 or 8.30 and took my laptop and just got some, I just went to the riverside and the by the Boise River and sat there and got some work done and I just missed being out camping and being out with the birds chirping and everything that was such a good time and then kind of addicted to it because I got up and went out there on three hours of sleep and did my workout and the sounds of nature it was it was wonderful I should have taken some coffee out there next time I feel bad that this is like not the podcast that I probably should have come back with after like two weeks absence at least i think it's been two weeks since i did the one with brandon but yeah i don't know i just i'm just um trying to get going again and um yeah definitely excited to be back this probably isn't like the best podcast i could have done to come back with but i don't know i was just excited to get something done get back at it for some reason my body is recording like double i don't know What's going on with that? I need to figure out how to do... I don't think I actually figured out how to do it four ways, so maybe I should work on that. But Oh, I know what else happened. I was on my way back from the camping trip, and I tried to listen to the Joey Diaz podcast. Uh, is it just called the Joey Diaz podcast? I don't actually know. But anyway, he was talking about how he is taking... A little hiatus from, I think, his podcast and I'm pretty sure his stand-up. Definitely his podcast, but I think he's taking a break from stand-up too. So I don't know what's in the air, but I, don't, I think there's just been a lot of pressure to do as many things as possible and have multiple streams of income and all that jazz. And uh, I'm glad that people are starting to take breaks when they need them. And June is actually Men's Mental Health Month, so... Yeah, I don't know. Very glad that, not to put me and Joey Diaz in the same boat, because that guy's way busier than I am, probably. But just to, just to see other men out here taking care of their mental health is a positive thing. And uh, maybe rightfully so, but sometimes I think it'll get at a little bit overshadowed. Um, so yeah, a little shout out to all the men out there. I appreciate everybody working hard and taking care of your families and all that. I feel like I'm definitely flying from one topic to another, but 
just getting going again here. It's been a couple of weeks. Knock off a little bit of rust. Oh, I got stickers sent out, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, they turned out really cool. I don't know if I've actually talked about the t-shirts yet. Uh, I got t-shirts done too, so shout out to Ariel for putting my logo on some t-shirts. They turned out pretty cool. The colors really pop nicely. So I changed the... When I first started the podcast, the background on the logo was like a navy blue, and the colors were a little like faded, a little vintage looking, which is cool. But when I started to do merch, I changed the background to more of a black and made the colors pop a little bit more. It looks a little bit more like, I don't know, a little bit more industrial or manufactured or whatever, but I do like it. So, yeah, the stickers turned out really cool. I got some sent back to Waterloo, my hometown, and then handed out a few in Boise, and I've got some leftovers. So uh, people that come on the podcast will get one. And then, yeah, I think they turned out pretty cool. So hopefully I'll have some stuff start popping up. Um, Yeah, I don't know what else is going on. Very excited to get some merch out, honestly. That was kind of a big step as a... get some more like permanent marketing out there that's not just me posting on instagram i haven't really had much luck on other social media websites i tried to put i had a clip from um the first time i recorded with gavin and bella and randy there in a band called leeway and i recorded with them like uh maybe nine or ten days ago something like that and they were awesome to have on but i screwed up the audio but anyway, I posted a clip of that on Instagram, and for some reason, TikTok wouldn't let me post it on there. And then I haven't, honestly, there's just no traffic for a podcast like mine on Twitter. Like, I'm not, most of the people I think that have success on Twitter with podcasts are people that are already established, like they already have their fan base from whatever stand up comedy or being an athlete or God knows what else people start out with before they do a podcast but i think yeah most of the people that have a twitter and then a lot of it is like political stuff too and like i was saying i just don't i don't get into that as much so i don't know better or worse i just don't get a lot of traffic on most of the social media so it's just me posting on instagram is like all the marketing and i noticed that too when um brandon came on the brandon buck came on the podcast he was asking me before we started I said something about marketing and he asked me what I had done for it. And it kind of made me realize that that wasn't much like it was, I tried, I put a little bit of effort into the Twitter one and then quite a bit into the, like the reels for Instagram and YouTube and TikTok. But honestly, like, the, I don't know. It's, it's hard to do anything where it's like, I don't already have a following. So everything I'm doing is kind of from scratch which is fine. I mean, I enjoy the grind more that way because I know that whatever fans I gain from putting stuff out are fans of the podcast and not just of me, which kind of, I don't know, I guess it'll help help me keep the focus where it's supposed to be. And it's just more like authentic and generic that way. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of losing track of my thoughts here. But, Oh yeah, so Brandon made me kind of realize that I hadn't done much for marketing, so I did the stickers and the t-shirts, and everything turned out really cool. And they actually sent me, I wish I knew the name of the website I got the stickers from, because they deserve a shout-out. They actually sent me, I think I ordered like 25, and they sent me 32 or something like that, so that was pretty cool. That was a good surprise. And then, yeah, they turned out amazing. So hopefully, 
soon. I'll be able to do. Uh, I'll be able to take orders, which would be cool. People, I don't know. I like giving stuff like the stickers and everything out for free because it's like free marketing for well, not free, but it's marketing for me. So I almost feel bad making people pay for a sticker or T-shirt, and then it helps my podcast, and they have to pay for it. It's kind of weird, but maybe that's the way to go in the future when the when the fan base is a little bit bigger. Not that I'm not appreciative of everybody so far. So I try to send stickers to all my most loyal fans, and I think I did a pretty good job. I think I got them to basically my whole family for the most part. Not everybody, I guess. I should have sent two more to uh, to Waterloo. I completely forgot. I feel so bad. I completely forgot um, my grandparents in Waterloo, but my other set of grandparents and my aunt, uncle, and cousins and all my most loyal fans got one. So hopefully they put them on some sticker on some laptops and water bottles where everybody sees them. And then some QW podcast stuff will start popping up. That'd be pretty cool. It was, it's very like the feeling I get when I see like the sticker on my mom's water bottle or whatever, or my dad wearing a t-shirt or anything like that is it's pretty cool. It's like, like reestablishes the fact that I've actually started to build something and yeah, just having like that sense of pride, like just a reminder that I've actually had some success because I'm really hard on myself. And then if I record a podcast that isn't perfect, I get really down on it. Not in a way that like makes me want to not do it again, but just like, I don't know, almost like a perfectionist, I guess, but not really. I wouldn't say that I've done anything perfectly. So maybe that's not a good word for it, but something along those lines where it's like, yeah, I, I get just hard on myself. So it's a nice reminder that I've had success with the podcast so far and to keep going with some little positive reinforcement, which I don't probably do a very good job of myself. I do know what rant I wanted to go on, though, was that how are the trainers for, like, professional sports teams so bad? I don't get it. Like, Jordan Alvarez went down with, uh, I think it's an oblique strained oblique or something but when he first got hurt it was like a day or two later after he got well he missed a couple games and they were saying that he was just like a little tweaked and he needed some rest it was like okay and then they came out and said that okay it'll probably be four or five more games before he's back and then they put him on the 10 day and now they're like yeah he's probably gonna miss i don't even know what they said like 10 weeks or something like that it was like how does that happen where you're so far off your first, you're off your first estimate by like a month, month plus. I don't know. I guess I don't know enough about my own field to say that like it was embarrassing or whatever. But uh, yeah, he's on the ten day now for at least four weeks, and that came from the four or five day rest that he needed. That was a little. I don't know. I just feel like a lot of people in baseball right now are getting hurt, and. Maybe that's why I'm upset about the... Because they're all on my fantasy team, it seems. Every time someone goes on IL, it seems like I have them. But, um, yeah, it just seems like a lot of people are getting hurt this year. And maybe it's exemplified because of that, at, like, the inaccuracies of these trainers that are... It's either players getting re-injured, like... I don't know, the Cardinals specifically, but I need to stay on topic. People getting re-injured 
and just the estimates are way off. Maybe it's the teams too. I don't really understand the IL that well to know if there's a benefit of putting someone on like a 60-day or a, I don't know, what is it, 10, 15, 20? Is there a 25 or 30 or anything, or does it just go 60? I don't know. But I don't know. Sometimes people are on the 10-day IL for like a month or two, and it's like there should probably be there should be a way for fantasy owners to know that their players aren't going to be available for a while. I guess this is why I'm grumpy that I thought Alvarez was just going to be a few days and then turned out he was not. So I picked up Adam Duvall and he suddenly can't hit the baseball. And uh, Ellie De La Cruz cooled off. Just everything, everything was bad. While <laughs> I was camping, all the sports were bad. My fantasy team sucked. The Cardinals sucked. Texas lost the Two out of three is Stanford. It's like, oh, just came back to a lot of losing. Maybe that's why I didn't want the notifications to come back. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I just got like, just got overwhelmed with the losses <laughs> and the negativity that just immediately overwhelmed me. It's like, welcome back to service. Your boss is texting. The Cardinals lost. Texas lost. Your fantasy team's losing. Friends are having problems. Not that I mind helping my friends out, but. It was just like a wave of back to reality that I did not appreciate. <laughs> but the party last night was awesome and definitely a positive experience to, to just take a break for a week, which, I don't know, I feel like I probably shouldn't do a week very often because got bills to pay now and uh, probably shouldn't miss a week of work super often. I don't think my boss probably appreciated that too much. What are you going to do? This podcast is going to be big enough, right, that I can just no more hang in blinds. I'm living out in the woods, and I'll come back to Boise once a week to record. That would be pretty cool. Or I could just record out there and then come back, like, once every week and a half or two weeks and just put out one-plus episodes at a time. I would feel kind of weird, though, asking people to, like, like, it would be cool to live out in the middle of nowhere, but it would be weird to ask people to, to come that far out. It's nice to live in Boise because there's people in Boise that are good podcast guests, and there probably are two out in the middle of nowhere, actually. That'd, that'd probably be a cool couple episodes or a little, like a little mini-series, but it would be weird to live out there and then ask people to drive like four hours to the middle of nowhere where you don't have service to come do a podcast, especially when it's smaller and like I don't really have that much credibility. It's like, hey, come on out to my house where you can't call for help and then yeah i don't know it just seems kind of kind of bold of me to ask someone to come that far out but it is an idea that would be cool to get a little different perspective some people maybe in northern idaho that uh are not as accustomed to city life as the people that have had on the podcast so far that'd be pretty interesting like a farmer or something like that mm -hmm. yeah something to think about or I could just go camping and bring one of those like power box things where you can plug into it with the outlets and everything and then just go around the campground and like meet people and maybe they're, they'd be a good podcast guest. And then, yeah, all kinds of ideas now. But I, I just really fell in love with being out there and not having so many distractions. Like my, the most relaxing thing that I could think of was sitting by the fire, reading a book, Finally started reading again. Again, shout out to Brennan Buck for making me get my act together and start reading. Um, 
but yeah, reading a book and then you just have to stop reading to get up and put more wood on the fire and then you go back to reading. That's such a beautiful thing that that's like your problem. It's like so much more natural to have your problems are like, mm, I should probably start cooking dinner now or the I need to go collect some firewood. Stuff like that is just so much better than like always worrying about what time it is and where you're supposed to be and making other people happy and worried about what other people are doing and I don't know it's just so much more like not comforting but like more almost instinctive to have problems like you would have way back in the like I don't know not medieval times before that I'm really struggling today didn't sleep enough I'm trying to think of what else I would want to talk about. Oh, I, I re-listened to the Joe Rogan podcast when he had Marcus Luttrell on. He's the um, the lone survivor from the lone survivor movie, I guess is probably the best way to put it. Um, but yeah, I re-listened to that podcast. And that one was really big for me because uh, at one point Rogan asked him, what it's like to have a movie made of the worst part of his life in the way that Marcus said, he said, thank you, no one's ever asked it that way before. Thank you for asking that because no one's ever asked it that way before. Something like that. But just the way he said thank you and how like genuine the feeling was that he got when Rogan asked him that question was like, like every time I start to write questions for a guest, I think about that. And to go back and re-listen to that, and then I guess that was before the camping trip, because later that day I watched Lone Survivor again, and just a fantastic movie. And I really wanted to do, I've been in contact with, I don't know if I should say who, but uh, an organization here in Boise that helps veterans in their uh, post-service life. And I really wanted to do like a Memorial Day addition to the podcast and then that's just been kind of on my mind lately is like how grateful we should be to all the people that have served and i don't know that was just a big podcast for me because um well because of that question and then just because of the respect that i have for those people and i really want to get that podcast done because that would be that'd be really cool if i could get you know, anything helps. If I could get some people just even more aware of maybe some of the problems that veterans face when they come home from active duty. Oh, speaking of active duty, I did not know. So my friend Griffin and I talk about it on the podcast all the time. Um, he was telling me that when you sign up for your four years, they can actually call you back for the next two, which I did not know. That was pretty interesting. I think I think he just called it inactive duty. So you actually sign up for six technically, but uh, yeah, just the the gratitude that I've felt lately for um, people out there that are working hard and sacrificing to make stupid things like me taking a week-long break to go camping possible is a big deal. And yeah, that's definitely a podcast I want to get done is um, something to do with uh, raising awareness for helping veterans. And I probably don't quite have the listener base to like raise donations or volunteers or anything like that, but maybe someday. And uh, yeah, that's another, that'd be a cool podcast too, is just to have a veteran on from the Vietnam War. I'm reading um, Fortunate Son 
by Lewis Polar Jr. That's the book that I was talking about reading, Camping. And he, sir, so his dad was like the most famous Marine of all time. And then he just kind of became a Marine. Like, I don't know, people, the people back in the day just had like a much higher respect for following their fathers, especially, I guess not daughters, but sons had more of like an obligation to follow in their father's footsteps. So he kind of just became a Marine and then he went to serve in Vietnam. And I think that would be just that whole war would be a cool episode to do. I could just research it and spew facts, but I feel like it'd be way cooler to have someone on that was like directly involved. So yeah, there's just a lot of stuff that went on in that war that was like people that got drafted that probably weren't qualified to be in the military and um, some of the leaders in the military were lying about the number of people that they were, the number of combatants that they were taking out. And then that kind of led to the U.S. being more, um, maybe more willing to send more troops and to spend more money on the war. And I don't know, that would just be a cool one to cover and have someone in here that maybe could talk directly about um, the mistruths that were spread during the war. Oh no, I'm not qualified to take a stance on whether or not we should be there, but just to dive into um, some of the complexities of that war would be really cool. So this has kind of just turned into like my brainstorming session for guests that I would like to have on. Um but yeah, if anybody in the Boise area knows somebody that served in Vietnam, I guess I could do one with my grandpa too. My grandpa was drafted. And yeah, that would be a cool one. I don't know. I kind of feel weird about having podcasts with family members because if I do one, then I'm obligated to do everybody. And I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I think people probably have a pretty good idea of um, who would be a good guest. I feel like it would be weird. Like my dad would be kind of a cool one. Cause the whole idea of the podcast is like community leaders, business owners, and he's had his painting company for just about as long as I can remember. So that would be like, objectively, that'd be a cool podcast to do. But, um, I feel, I would kind of feel weird, like asking him about getting going and whether his family was supportive of him and all that kind of stuff. Cause that's my family too. Um, yeah, no, I can't remember where that came from at all. Oh, yeah, doing a podcast with Vietnam veterans. Uh, maybe that would be a good mini-series, too, where I have multiple multiple different podcasts. Maybe some people that uh, served their country from here in the s- from uh, stateside, and then some that were actually in Vietnam. That'd be pretty neat. I really want the podcast to grow just to be able to have cooler guests on, honestly. Like, it, it's hard to get somebody that would have been like a high-ranking military official from Vietnam when you have like not that many listeners. Although I think I'm averaging like 45 or something now. I don't know. I haven't been doing a good job good job keeping up with the statistics. But anyway, yeah, that's kind of why I want the podcast to grow is just to get cooler guests. Not that the guests I have had on haven't been awesome. I've really loved each and every single one, but just a everybody that I've had on so far is kind of somebody that I've already known or through somebody that I already knew. Like Brandon uh, was referred to me by Travis. Uh, I think that was the one with Brandon was the first one that I didn't like previously know the guest. So just growing the podcast to be able to grow the reach 
and uh, work on my networking skills a little bit would be pretty cool. Uh, got some more bourbon chocolate chip coffee in me, excuse me. Sorry, this podcast hasn't been ultra entertaining, but it's been a good little brain session. I needed to test these microphones before the podcast tomorrow. And I guess I need to figure out how to get um, four inputs. I see two right now, even though I only have one mic plugged in. But let's see, I'm trying to think what else happened. That was oh, we saw a, a baby moose. That was the first time. All four of us had seen a moose. That was pretty cool. We saw a little baby. And that thing was ugly, man. <laughs> that was not a beautiful creature. Uh, and then we, I think we saw what must have been the mother uh, the next day on our way out. They weren't together, but um, looked like a female moose from a distance. It was down in the river, like, I don't know, 30-ish yards off the road. And I spotted it while we were driving by, so we got out of the car to look at it. But I didn't get an awesome look because it was kind of through the trees, but I'm pretty sure it was probably the mother. And the guest log from the cabin said something about how people had seen the mother and the baby goose, too. Not goose. God bless it. Moose. Uh, what else did we see? We saw an elk or two. No bears still. I've still never seen a bear other than like in a zoo or whatever, but... Sometimes that's okay with me. Uh, it'd be cool to see one from a distance with, like, a car to run to. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's just a... I think that's pretty much everything we saw. Basically, what I got from the trip was just realizing how badly I should just... I just need to delete some social medias. There's just... I waste so much time scrolling through Instagram, and I know we talked about that on the Brandon Buck podcast, too, but... It was good to uh, reestablish that out camping, and then as soon as we got back, all I've done is scroll through Instagram and party. So, lesson not learned very well, I guess. Maybe I need to go for another week. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that's probably going to do it for me, but go go to monkeycultcoffee.com. Use promo code QWPOD. Um, hopefully, if you're listening to this, we can get um, hit me up on Instagram at uh, QW, I think it's QW underscore podcast. That's pretty sad that I don't even know my own Instagram. Let's see. Yeah, QW underscore podcast. Hit me up if you want a sticker, and uh, I'll get some more ordered. But definitely go get some coffee, and uh, good to be back. Thanks for listening. Missed everybody, 